All right. Welcome, welcome to another edition of our weekly Friday market update. Every Friday at 12 o'clock Pacific time, I go over live what is actually happening with the Bay Area real estate market and what is actually happening on a macro level. A little bit more casual today. I got a weekend and then I am going to be gone for two weeks. So no shows next week or the following week. I think we'll have less inventory anyways, and we'll go over that momentarily. Uh, but I am off to Maldives and Dubai. So if you have an itinerary or know someone I should meet there or things I should do there, send me a note, send me a DM. Love to get that. And if you want my itinerary afterwards, send me a note as well. I'm happy to share it. we got a pretty packed and fun uh, trip ahead of us um, coming around the corner. So looking forward to that. Not looking forward to that long trip. But thanks again for tuning in. As always, let's go over the news of the week. Uh, big news is Google eyes hundreds of downtown San Jose homes over a transit station site. So for those that are familiar with, um, with Google Village, Google Village is not just an office space uh, play. They're actually going to be creating a lot of housing. They're going to create this village, and that's why it's called a village and not a, another corporate campus, to incorporate um, small restaurants. There'll be some retail. There'll be housing on the top units. I would envision, envision this more similar to like a um, like a kind of a downtown Seattle layout. If you think of downtown Seattle, uh, Amazon owns pretty much half the buildings there. They don't label them, but they kind of own half the buildings there. And it's really blended in. Like you wouldn't actually even know that it was an Amazon building or not. But they have it so blended, whether it's office space on the top, retail on the bottom, or apartments on the top. Um, they're not owned by Amazon per se, but uh, they make it feel like it's just all one uh, mixed uh, community. So it's a really cool setup every time I've been in Seattle to check that out. And I suspect Google would be taking a page out of their book. But in this case, they're going to be creating from scratch. So be mindful of that. There will be a lot of housing. There will be some affordable housing uh, here as well. And you can see the search trend expects to employ 20,000 workers in this area alone. Pretty wild. And it makes sense. I mean, look at their earnings reports. Absolutely incredible of how much they are printing right now in terms of money and how profitable they are. 20,000 workers. That's a lot of jobs, a lot of high paying jobs and a lot more traffic. Hence why they're deciding to go in that location. The convenience of that is like it is access to the VTA rail and the VTA rail is also accessible to the BART line. Whether I think the Berryessa BART line has a VTA rail, but definitely the Milpitas station which makes it really interesting because now it's really easy to get in and out of that location. And at the same time, then a lot of, it really expands that opportunity for like the East Bay transit, or if even you're coming from Contra Costa County area to be able to now work here by not having to drive. So it'll be interesting to see how this ultimately plays out and what it actually looks like over time. It's still going to be a few years out, but a lot of people have been making their bets and in investing in properties here. Next, Genentech leases 229,000 square foot Boston properties, Alexandra Project in South San Francisco. As mentioned before, do not be surprised. You're going to see this pretty much every month. Anytime a new site opens up, it will be gobbled up. It's such a high demand. Uh, There's just so many big biotech companies that know that the Bay Area is a key uh, pillar for innovation and for research, and um, they cannot find enough. Companies are building more than 3 million square feet of lab space in the Bay Area, compared with more than 4.5 million square foot of active tenant requirements. 
massive shortage in terms of available properties. These all look incredible um, because they're designed differently than a traditional office space. But uh, keep keep on the lookout. The peninsula all across the board there because it's so dense will continue to grow very rapidly in this space. They're not the only ones. LinkedIn eyes major expansion with big Silicon Valley property purchase. Once again, another big tech company continues to buy properties in the area because they know that they do not want to uh, leave the area and they do not want to have other big tech companies that will just pay a higher rent and kick them out of there. They will just lose their presence. So a lot of companies like LinkedIn, which has plenty of money, given their parent companies, Microsoft, which also has done phenomenally well, uh, have made this move of just buying space, continue to add and continue to push for more space. You can see there's going to be additional buildings that are going to be built, brand new office buildings. Once all three buildings are ready for operation, they can employ up to 3,900 employees. Keep in mind, these employees, for the most part, that work at LinkedIn are high-paying jobs. They are typically engineering types of roles in this location. So once again, follow what the companies are doing. You get a sense as to what is happening. If you haven't noticed, man, uh, I, I have a client that we've got contract. We're in contract in Brentwood. We're going to be closing there. It, it, like commute is crazy again. Uh, I don't know if you guys see that yourself. Love to get your feedback wherever you live. Commute is real. And remember this, people are not even back in the office yet. Like, let's be real. The people that are in the, in the office are by because they want to be. And if it's already like this, yeah, I think, you know, whenever things, people start to kind of settle down the goals of what they want to do with corporate real estate space and actually require people to go in, get, get ready. We're going to have some of the worst traffic in history. So be mindful of that. When you make your decision, whether you want to buy in the East Bay, which is your beautiful homes, uh, newer homes, typically just factor that in that commute. If you are willing and able to do that. If you are, great. But if you're not, then you might want to focus on some of the more prime areas of San Mateo County, Santa Clara County for that reason. And if you don't believe me, I suggest you drive. Drive at 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, normal days, right? Just drive and see how that commute is like. That's a great way that I have my clients understand, are they, are they okay with that? Even if it's three days a week or two days a week. If you are, then great. If not, then um, it probably wouldn't be a very... Uh, manageable search, uh, manageable um, experience for you. Next, this California city just knocked SF off list of top five least affordable in US. So while the um, home prices in San Francisco are certainly high, it's also important to understand at the end of the day, it depends on what, uh, how much people are actually making. It's still a high amount that people are spending their household income relative to mortgage payments and property taxes. However, I would probably argue this is not entirely true. And here's why. I don't think this is, I don't think they are counting stock options as, at all with this because I have very little clients that are spending anywhere close to this. Most clients are pretty under leveraged in terms of the, their, their debt to income ratio when it comes to buying a house. So my guess is a lot because a lot of the areas outside the Bay Area don't actually give their clients or they give their employees stock options, which is a massive variable when it comes to uh, affordability and, and payment for these types of houses. But if you compare to these, like this is pretty wild too. New York, 84% of income is spent on homeownership. Miami, 
LA 81, New Newark, New Jersey 80%. That's pretty, that's, I mean, that's really like really, really high. Uh, I mean, you can even look at other places, even Long Beach and uh, Florida's Miami Day, which is basically um, Miami area as well. So it's pretty surprising to see like these numbers so high and their income isn't, I mean, I'm sure it's good, but it's not anywhere as good as the Bay Area's uh, income generally for a lot of people. So it is interesting. It is expensive. Make no mistake. There's a reason why condo prices have gone up. And at the same time, it's just something to be aware of. Like at the end of the day, prices are relative to the income and the opportunities you have. That's what I get a lot of times with people that are not familiar with the Bay Area from the outside. Oh, why are prices so high? But a lot of people within the Bay Area understand relative to the income that they make and the prospects that they have of the future, that alone is well worth the payment of whatever the rate is, depending on location and options. So that's what I see myself. It's all relative to income, and um, but it's good for people to know as well. Next, housing inventory has never been lower. One third of homes sold in under a week. Yeah, this is a this is a problem happening across the board. It's not a sh I mean, it's not a shortage of homes that come on the market per se. We've all the people that have been banking on foreclosures and this massive wave of, oh, there's going to be all these housings that people can't pay is not true. The issue right now is we have so much money everywhere. Right. And it's very hard. It's very difficult and not incentivized for a lot of builders to keep building at anywhere close to the pace that we need. And so what does that mean? A lot of clients that I see now, they're just divesting from stocks. Right, Stocks have had a bumpy road over the last month whether it's tax harvesting and other reasons like that, or just it's, they're just too concentrated in one stock, right? Like if you're at Google, you've done phenomenally well, Google, LinkedIn, Tesla, all these companies, Amazon, they have done phenomenally well. So they may have just realized like, wow, we have a lot of money. Like I have clients that have 70, 80% in their own just stocks, uh, employee purchase programs and RSU. So a lot are just simply divesting. And if they can divest even a sliver of that, then they can buy anywhere in the country very easily, whether it's a rental property in the market outside the Bay Area, whether it's just another home here, whether it's a, uh, a rental or investment property here. There are just so many options for them if they just simply divested. Never mind if you were successful and made a lot of money in crypto. Like I have some clients, they can just now buy it all cash if they wanted to. It's like crazy. It's amazing. I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of life-changing amounts for people that have just spent some money in crypto and now they can buy whatever the heck they want, right? So it's pretty wild. There's just there's just too much money. And that's the thing. There's just money is everywhere. I could, you can argue that real estate, even though it has gone up a lot, is very little of that increase relative to those other asset classes that have done phenomenally better. Keep in mind as well, if you have a lot of stock within a company, Let's chat because I can introduce you to uh, the, the higher tier of banks, which are like usually the private wealth management clients and things like that. They can take a line of credit and equity line relative to your stock holdings. So that way you don't you need to sell your stock. You don't need to pay those gains. You still keep them. And then you can get pull money to have that money for down payments and things like that. Keep that in mind. That's how the that's how a lot of people are are. Uh, making moves and not having to go through any capital gains or anything like that. So there are many strategies that are available. It's just more of you need to know and you need to have a realtor like myself that knows every option in the book and every potential option that could work. Very, very common. Very common these days.
Now, this is something that, you know, when I read this, I always want to say, okay, is this a clickbait article, right? Um, is this really happening or is it just, there are just different approaches. Black couple suing real estate appraiser after a home got higher valuation when white friend pretended they owned it. Um, I've seen this happen from time to time, not personally, but I've seen this happen from time to time. And this is in my backyard, right? It's in Marin County. Now, I will say this. I, you know, you can argue either way. And it's really actually hard to really determine that per se, because here's what I would suggest in general, whether you are a minority um, family or you are a, I don't know what the right word is. Uh, I mean, Caucasian or whatever it may be. Um, it doesn't really matter. Like the idea of an appraiser is, yeah, there may be some stereotypical racism and I can't, I can't argue or explain that, but I would also just provide tips. The tips would be number one, you know, I've had crazy bad appraisers as well. You know, this year I've helped 62 families buy and sell a house. And I, I got fortunately very few, but some that are just like idiot appraisers. Like there's, it was, it was staged. So there's no, there's no racism or, or assumptions that are made. But at the same time, it was like, how did they even come up with this analysis? Like just, it's just mind blowing how bad it was. So you will always come across potentially those. At the same time, you want to present your home as neutral and as best as possible, just like if you're going to sell a house. So even if you're going to get a refinance, because that's kind of what they did for an appraisal, then clean it up and make it as neutral as possible. Don't, don't have your family photos there. Pretend you're like trying to sell your house because that is what you're doing. You're creating this image to try to sell the house for a high value for a high appraisal value. So that means clean up as much as you can, just like any open house would be. You want to have a bunch of your photos when you have random strangers in your house, right? So you should always do things to maximize. So it's 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 obviously unfortunate for this situation to happen, but at the same time, you can do things to just make it neutral, just like you're trying to sell for the max price. And you sell for the max price by cleaning it up, making it tidy, hiding all pictures, regardless if it's family photos or not, hide all of them because a new buyer doesn't need or want to see that at all. And um, you will typically do better. But of course, you know, this is a, I'm sure it's a, uh, a difficult situation um, that individuals have to deal with, uh, you know, case by case, but just from high level tips, uh, just in general, those are, will be strategies that I would suggest people do uh, either way, either way. Okay, so let's talk about the data itself. So San Mateo County, as you can see, um, very low amount of inventory, uh, new listings. There's still a good amount that continues to come up, so don't be sad. Um, I think we'll probably have one more week of a decent amount, 88. It is much less than the previous months, but there's still a, a good amount here and there that will trickle in. Prices, though, this is a little bit surprising, in my opinion, that the fact that the summer numbers have dropped, I, it'll be interesting to see how things play out. Um, maybe it's because of possible more delays of the return of office. Uh, I would say by the time I come back, by the end of um, end of December, we'll go over kind of the data and see what has happened as a kind of a year in review. Condos and townhomes look like they have also dropped as well. Let's take a look at Santa Clara. Santa Clara, you can see... Prices, though, very different story, continues to increase mildly. 
there's been about 10 days on market, 260 new listings. It's still a good amount. I mean, this is not that little relative to, I mean, compared to San Mateo County. It's still a good amount. It is less than it was before, but not the same as bad as San Mateo County, which is about half of what it was back in October. Here we're talking about about a third. So there's still a good amount to look at. And condos and townhomes have have steadily increased um, as well. Actually, I need to update this. This is not the correct one. I'll update the uh, condos and townhomes of this one later on. So you can check it later. Alameda County, 278 uh, new listings versus 216 contingent pending. Uh, prices, interesting enough, seem to have uh, declined a little slightly. So we'll see what happens. I I don't see this myself. So I wonder if it's the type of properties are on and we don't have as much data points yet. But we will monitor this as well and see how the year ends. Still a good amount. So the reason I'm bringing this up as well, so you can see like even though there is less homes to choose from and that is normal for every December timeframe, don't give up. Like if you're not traveling, I'm traveling, so I'm going to be gone. Uh, but for others that are not traveling, Still active look every, look every week. You still have plenty of opportunities, even though it's a third less. There's still a lot of homes that will come on the market. And as you may see right now from prices, hopefully a little bit less competition. So we'll see how this progresses uh, as we end the year over the next few weeks. And of course, if you have any questions, I'm going to be around. Um, so actually, let me answer this question. Sorry you missed it. Where in San Jose does Google plan to build their project? So Google Village will be where the SAP Center is, so where the Sharks play. Um, so it'll be kind of the west side across from there's the highway and there's like a Guadalupe River. That general section uh, west of San Jose, west of downtown San Jose. West downtown San Jose, I guess is the right word. Um, any other questions? Of course, let me know anytime. Uh, I'm going to be around still working, not as much, but I'll still be working over the holiday. So Feel free to text me below, 408-547-4590. If you have any questions or you want a home evaluation of your home, your go-through options, or go through a game plan, I will still be around. And I can also give you an evaluation what a, with what a home will likely sell for as well to give you the right sense of expectations. Enjoy the weekend. I'll see you in, I guess, three weeks. Have a good one. Bye now.